Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On board this aircraft, there are six emergency exits. Hello, everybody. This is Ron, your captain speaking. We are currently 30,000 feet in the air, and we haven't even left the airport. We just lit the joint. <laughs> just getting a little, little pilot humor there. We like to have fun. Our destination today is Casablanca, Morocco. So, everyone, sit back, fasten your seatbelts, and prepare for takeoff. We will be arriving in six hours and 15 Seven footers, gang. How we doing out there? I know we look a little different still, but the rebrand is just too good, Gerard. It is too good. Gerard and Johnny here, you know what's up. We're, we're looking great, man. The rebrand is killer. Uh, shout out to Super Producer Greg uh, back here doing his thing. You know, look, we're we are so happy to be part of the Props Network. Shout out to Kyle. He just dropped a new cover art logo for us for the podcast. So for those of you that don't watch us live and don't watch it on YouTube, when you get it in your feed, you'll be like, wait a minute. Oh, snap. Look at those two characters at the bottom. Yep, that's us. We got these serious brows going. Jenna, by the way, this is a good eyebrow day for you right now, today. <laughs> are, Gerard, are you really? don't do it to me. Oh, you did it. You did it. You did it. Oh, there's the tears. There's the tears. Oh, my God. It was almost as if LeBron James wasn't suspended. Damn it. Oh, Lord. No. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. We're going to get to that clown show. But they are looking good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out here in these streets. Of course, I have nowhere to go, and it's a Tuesday. So. <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> How we doing over there, Gerard? How we doing? Uh, look, I'm good, man. Like, you know, Thanksgiving week. Uh, I just had my birthday on Sunday, so you know, we're, we're yeah, man, we good. Like, 21, <laughs> yes, 21. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, it's um, it's my what's the 21st birthday is this? Uh, I don't know, it's like my 20 something, 21st birthday. <laughs> well, honey, you're aging backwards, baby. Well, that Benjamin listen, Button is you know, Benj- you, you know, you know how we do Benjamin Button syndrome here, always. You're the best, honey. You are the best. And you know what's the best? The association, Gerard, because things are heating up as we wind down to Christmas. I say Christmas because that is the inaugural seven-footers moment where Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we officially take the season serious. And... (laughs) It is crunched. I mean, we we've been taking a series and serious, but it's when it like serious in these streets. But then when we really buckle down and Gerard starts throwing insults left and right, <laughs> it's Christmas because nobody is tis, spared tis after season. Christmas. Tis, tis the season. Exactly. That's when... <laughs> yeah, you can have fun on Christmas Day, do your thing, whatever. But as soon as it's t- December twenty sixth, that's when Gerard buckles down. That's it. That's what I'm so, like. All right, your team is garbage. Here's why. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Let's kick it off though in the west with the phoenix suns i say this because are we are we underestimating the team that is literally on a a 13 game winning streak 14 and three in the west and i ask if we're underestimating them because we're consumed with bloody filled videos on our timelines and everything else that's going on in the association (laughs) that has nothing to do with basketball but let's stick to the game here people let's stick to the game All right, Mm -hmm. check out Mm -hmm. some of these highlights from super producer uh, Greg over here trying to hook us up with this this high-tech technology up in here. Cam Johnson did his thing. DeAndre Ayton, look, 12 in a row. Look, the Suns, the Suns are legit, man. Like, okay, I know they played a soft schedule, right? Like, they they played the easiest schedule in the NBA. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, you take, take that for what it's worth. But as I always say, Jenna, you play the teams in front of you. So it ain't their fault. They, that's just what the schedule makers did. And they're beating up on who they're supposed to beat up on. So kudos to them. They are 15 and, and I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, 14 and three right now. Mm-hmm. They are number five in adjusted net rating, uh, number six in adjusted defensive rating, and number 12 in adjusted offensive rating. Um, they are, they're hot. And remember, this was the team that went to the NBA finals and represented the Western Conference last year. Not the Lakers, not the Nuggets, not the Warriors, not the Jazz, not any of those teams. It was the Phoenix Suns. And I think a lot of people last year, Jenna, thought, ah, it was a fluke, whatever. 
they the only reason why they got there is because everybody was hurt. Listen, again, you only you only can play whoever's in front of you. It's not their fault that people were hurt. They just did what they had to do, right? And this team has experience. We know about the point guard. We know about Devin Booker, Cam Johnson, campaign, DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. um, you know, Miles Bridges, or some Mikel Bridges. This team, they're loaded, man. And I think they're hungry. They want to, they were up 2-0, Jenna, on the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. 2-0. Mm-hmm. I think they want to, they want to go back and prove, nah, this wasn't any fluke. And if we forecast and look ahead to the playoffs, with Golden State playing the way they play, Jenna, teams that employ most big men are going to have a problem when they play the Warriors, particularly when they go small because of the inability of most centers to be able to stay out on the floor with Steph Curry. I want to be very clear. I'm not saying DeAndre Ayton can guard Steph Curry, but what I am saying is he is athletic and fleet of foot enough that he ain't going to be out here getting cooked by Curry like every other super huge big man. Now, Curry may still go crazy and score a bunch of points, but it's not going to be because, dude, you're too slow or whatever. It's going to be because he's Steph Curry. And, you know, he scores over elite defense because that's just what he does. Exactly. Right? So so I think that as a team, that's a matchup I would love to see come postseason. But anyway, uh, Suns, man, I, I like them. And there's a segment we'll get to later about future bets. You know, keep mm-hmm. your eyes on them, folks. Heck yes. Uh, they are cooking in the West. And it's interesting because they did start out the season one and three. So quick turnaround there. Interesting. How do you think the team is operating with specifically DeAndre in from that contract standpoint? Contract Clearly, it doesn't yeah. seem to have impacted the team chemistry. Not that it should between him and his teammates, seeing as it's a front office deal there. But, I mean, hey, that could cause any type of rumblings. We used to say, don't mess with the money, especially with these young guys, mm-hmm. after he mm-hmm. helped them so much in the postseason last season. So, yeah. what, do you, what do you make of that? I make of that that is Monty Williams and Chris Paul's leadership. Um, and the team is galvanizing because look, they have that situation, Jenna, and they also have the Robert Sarver situation, right? So there's a lot happening. And I think, you know, look, it's cliche and we say, but they are like, it's us against the world. All those cliches are coming out. The only people that matter are the ones in this locker room, right? That's they're doing all of those things. And that with a leader like Monty and Chris Paul as your guiding forces, that's what's keeping everybody locked in. Because their thing is like, look, if we go back and we win the championship, we're good to go. We're money. Ain't going to be no thing now, right? Like, everybody's getting paid. We're, You know, all the things that they want to see happen will happen. So, you know, th- th- that's – if it were – not anybody, but there are only a handful of coaches and leaders that I think with those swirling – think those two things going on, I'd be like, man, that might tank this team. But with those guys, I think they're all right. I do too. Can you imagine if we're looking at the end of this season and Chris Paul is going for a ring again? Listen, I mean, the point guard, he's one of the great point guards of all time. Um, and I'm so glad he got a chance to taste the finals last year. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I always say this, Jenna, yo, LeBron and KD and Steph and all these dudes, they got you, fo- Michael Jordan got y'all fooled thinking that, oh, every year you just go to the NBA finals and you win titles. No. <laughs> That's not how this game works. The vast majority of people who play in the NBA will never play in an NBA finals. Like that's just, that's just truth reality, you know? So, and it's hard to win this shit really hard. So, you know, kudos that Chris got there in late, this late in his career has a good chance to get there again uh, this season. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I hope he can make another run. It would be a good story. Plus it would be all right. Maybe if he decided to really hang it up this time. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, you never, you never know. Hey, heck yeah, it is. So let's move on to what I referenced before. Hence that bloody scuffle that I mentioned. We got to talk about the Lakers Pistons game on Sunday. Lakers took a W likely. So, I mean, look at the I mean, record. Listen, but listen, they, shoot. They, they were lucky they won that game. <laughs> they were lucky they won that game, but we will get to it how the scuffle brought them together. Rod, I mean, Mello even preached it. Anyway, as I was oh, saying, Lord, Mello. as I was saying, we have uh, LeBron James uh, suspended one game. Isaiah Stewart suspended two games for their roles in the incident that took place on Sunday night when in the third there quarter, LeBron James accidentally 
the Lakers say, some teammates say, went up, jerked his elbow, hit Stewart in the eye there. He required five stitches after the game, split him open. It was a pretty bloody scene, out of control pretty much. And Mm -hmm. he decided to chase James on a number of occasions while trying to be held back and restrained by coaches and players. And they just couldn't get a hold of the scene for a couple minutes. I mean, that was a long couple of minutes. And he was escorted back to the locker room. Both him and LeBron were ejected. Uh, Russell Westbrook got a technical because he decided to insert himself and throw the throw his fists up a little bit there. Didn't make contact, though. Don't worry, guys. And he was unsure why he got a tech, but that was another video for another time. But yeah, this was this was pretty nasty. A lot of people were comparing it to Malice in the Palace, uh, you know, the old tale long ago. But I mean... I mean, Let's it, talk it, about this, Rod. What was your reaction to this? I mean, and then we'll get into, you know, the aftermath of the punishments and so forth like that. Uh, look, Malice in the Palace, no. That involved fans right. like that. You know, people who said that, no, that's crazy. I mean, the fact that it happened in Detroit, okay, I could see that. The connection just yeah. because it was in the same city, but no. Um, look, this used to be a thing in the NBA, right? Like, guys used to actually fight, right? Like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar knocked out a player who kept elbowing him, right? Like, Rudy Tomjanovich, like, right, like, got knocked out by Kermit Washington. Like, people used to actually throw physical punches, close fists, and rough people up, okay? Like, that happened. Um, obviously, the, the, the NBA legislated fighting out of the game a long time ago. And watch this, watch the play here. Look, LeBron, that whole idea of it being an accident, nah, man. He had that elbow up, and he was trying to shed Isaiah off him. Look, you could see it, like. He he was that was a that was a swing okay like yeah, but do you now, see after when he goes over to him though he appears to be like yo like my bad appears uh, listen appears. I, listen LeBron ain't getting no benefit of the doubt from me maybe from you <laughs> not <Duh>. from me <laughs> yeah. oh Dexter went, Dexter woke up and chose violence today no too. no it, uh, Greg Super Producer Greg said he's sneaky <laughs> LeBron is sneaky look here's oh the my thing. god I thought that was- I know it's because it's because like, we have the it's because we have the you know the, the tag. Oh, wrong. Greg! Oh, Greg! Look, the the reality of it is is that this was one of those situations where I think had Isaiah Stewart not been cut open, he might have been all right. Right. Once he realized, and the blood was like in his mouth, he was just like, mm-hmm. I think anybody who's ever been hit or split open or whatever. And you taste your, it, it like you get this disorienting feeling in the moment, right? Not to mention the fact that you're already in a hyper competitive environment, like right. an NBA basketball game, right? So you're already charged up. So I'm no, I'm not surprised by that. What I thought was interesting was the game that Isaiah, not the game, but like the tactics of Isaiah Stewart, right? So he would like, no, I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm calm, don't worry. And then he, yeah. then he got fired up again trying to charge. Like, that's actually a great one. And then the best one sprinting back to the tunnel because as anyone who's been in an NBA arena knows down in the bowels where we and the media folks hang out, those tunnels are all connected. So yeah, you can sprint back down mm-hmm. one tunnel towards your locker room, but you know, all you gotta do is go right past and swing around and you can come out back through the other side. And that's where he was trying to yeah. go sprint through and mm-hmm. come out the other way to catch the Lakers from behind. So listen, I, I respect his, uh, his, his, his fortuitous, uh, his, 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 um, his desire to really sort of like, you know, get into it. And look, do we know if LeBron could fight? It'd be interesting to see if we, if he could, we don't know. I mean, he's a big man, but I don't know if he can actually throw hands. Can he? Oh, I love this question at the bottom of the screen. Can LeBron fight? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, <laughs> okay. he's six, eight, two, whatever. So his physical measurements suggest he's not someone you want to try. Right. But the NBA is full of dudes who are large and and, and heavy like that. Right. Who can actually throw fight, throw throw punches? Who who got hands in the NBA? <laughs> well, Isaiah Stewart is twenty years old, and <laughs> the king yeah. is thirty. He's a young bull. Yes, Super Producer Greg James Johnson for sure. I mean, he's like a black, MMA black belt. Like I know he can fight. Like there's certain oh my God. you know who like else? are legit. Yeah, call Gilbert Arenas up in here. Yeah, he'll he'll help <laughs> Gilbert. you. Gilbert, I mean Gilbert might bring guns. I don't know. Ain't anybody, ain't nobody talking Did about. Did you guns. see what he said after the fight? <laughs> no, what Gilbert said. Oh my God, he commented. Hold on, I'll bring it up for you. And and, um, and super producer Greg dropped out. Dropped David West. David West is another one. He got hands for sure too. There's certain dudes you know, like that got hands. You're like, yeah. I mean, everyone remembers. Rest in peace. I mean, you know, but. 
uh, Chris Childs did give Kobe that two piece that time in that game. So, you know, mm. just saying. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas, he, <laughs> are you ready for this? I'm ready. He posted a video of the scuffle, like reposted it, and he tagged Isaiah Stewart in it and said, quote, hey, brother, I'm going to just be real. Pack all your shit. Pack your winter jackets and boots because your ass is about to be traded to Budapest somewhere. I don't know what type of <laughs> blood clot you have in your eye, but you can't charge at the king on TV like that. You will get drug tested. Just make sure to, to make sure that that rage wasn't drug related. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit because he's typed uniquely. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then down at the bottom, he goes, um, you probably haven't read the memo on fight attempts in the NBA. Number one, you don't square up with LeBron James or Kevin Durant ever. Number two, <laughs> them two light skin boys, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson on Golden State. Don't let your chest get puffy towards them or your ass is done. <laughs> no. Are you ready for this one? I love it. The Greg's got three. it up on the screen. I love it. The only two teams that's allowed to fist fight without any real penalties is wherever Rajon Rondo and CP3 at. <laughs> and then he I goes, love it. number four, wait till your teammates get around you and then act tough for the crowd and sell it like WWE. <laughs> Good luck moving forward, my man. P.S. This was worse than the gun in the locker room situation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I, listen, Gilbert is a national treasure on so many levels. He is just a Gilbert! funny dude. He's just a funny dude. Of course, everyone remembers Woo! Gilbert Arenas. Um, he, you know, in, in Javar's Crittenden, they were playing cards on the team plane. So, by the way. Um, cards on the team plane. Yeah, so 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 Bure is the NBA game of choice when these guys are on planes. And, my friends, they don't play for, like, $5, okay? Like, these pots are like for real money okay like adult money 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 yeah money <laughs> money okay money that like regular ordinary people are like damn if i lose that i can't pay my rent or my mortgage like real money okay and <laughs> the dispute was had over uh not uh the 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 wages or, or the lost pot being paid and arenas brought guns to the locker room they were empty mind you multiple said, uh, yeah, laid them all out and said, all right, which one? I mean, look. <laughs> With a note on it that told him to pick which one. I, I mean, look, man. Gilbert, like, Gilbert. he, 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 he a wild dude. Games. Oh, listen, man. Because that, that at that point, Gilbert is like, he's like a jokester. And like, he, you know, you can tell, right? That's his personality. He's a funny guy. There's nothing funny. Uh, guns aren't funny, right? Even though they weren't loaded, whatever. Guns aren't. There's nothing funny about that. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so that that's why the league like really hammered down and, and came down hard on him. Uh, but this right. this comment he made about this situation, like priceless, that was worse than guns. Oh, like, my God. He went off. But I, but I love how he's, he's, he made it very clear. Yeah. You don't come at LeBron. You don't come at KD. And you don't come at them two light skinned boys in Golden State. That's like that's like the, them dudes off limits. Anybody else? Sure. <laughs> oh, and then the only people that could fight in the league are Rondo and CB Green. <laughs> It's wild. Listen, man, uh, but all, all jokes aside, like, it, again, when you are already hyped up and you got a lot of testosterone flowing and you're hyper competitive and you're in a game where, you know, you it's when the guys are in the game, they're not saying, oh, my God, that's LeBron James. He ain't thinking that. He's like, yo, I'm trying to do what I got to do. Get this, you know, get this rebound, whatever it is. Right. LeBron threw that elbow. He felt it was probably like, all right, whatever. The blood hit. Oh, what? Then it turned into a thing. And granted, all game, I'm sure they were. I mean, it's basketball is a physical game, right? Guys are bumping all game, like fouling. You know, it's it's like that. So this was no surprise. I mean, look, and obviously the league came down hard on both of them, right? Uh, LeBron James with the one game suspension, Isaiah Stewart two games and nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I mean, he a young player, so I know that nine fifty gonna hurt my guy. Woo! <laughs> I mean, do you think the punishments and i hate to be like which one was worse but oh. a lot of people are debating whether the punishments fit the crime i guess per se yeah just because people see the severity i'm trying to give both yeah. players some grace but yeah people yeah. see the severity of mm -hmm. what 
Stewart was doing. I mean, running mm-hmm. everywhere, the blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. You almost mm-hmm. you didn't see LeBron because he was gone at this point. But yeah, yeah. Then you see the aggressiveness of the elbow, and you're like, oh, but he sparked it. However, Stewart had a chance to control it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm with you, and and that's the thing, right? That is the challenge of every player who is like that in the NBA. There are multiple players in this league who they are prone to when things happen to escalate it further, right? Because that is their that is their their nature. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And we all have friends and people we know who are like that, right? One thing's going to set them off and it's like, oof, you know? And the big right. thing is, how do you control your emotions, right? And it's hard for some people to control their emotions. Very, very difficult. And I wouldn't pro- profess to be like, ah, you know, it's like, look, some people can, some people can't. You know, he's a young guy, 20, you know, and he, again, got his face cut mm-hmm. up like that. And was, I get it, right? Busted open, bleeding. You know, I understand where the rage is coming from. Yes, he, you know, he'll learn from this, I think, and be like, all right, man, I got to chill and like really right. just, you know, learn how to bring, you know, center myself. I mean, you look at yeah. someone like, and it was different because Ron Artest for sure um, suffered from certain things and was seeing a therapist, but Ron Artest is someone like that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was the malice in the palace incident. You brought that up earlier, Jenna. Mm-hmm. He actually, in that moment, laying down on the scorer's table, what he was doing was what you're talking about. He was actually, okay, some wild stuff's going on. Let me get myself calm over here yeah. and just mellow out. A fan throws something at him. Mellow went out the window. He was like, yep. what? It was fight flight. I'm trying to find who did what. And it's just, it's on now, right? And so yeah. that's the thing about, and again, everybody on walking, earth, on walking the earth is different, right? Some people can let shit slide. Some people cannot. Right. And I think, you know, again, this is something that he'll 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 definitely learn from for sure. Definitely. And a lot of these hoopers, um, especially the young ones, I'm not saying that they can't control their emotions, but a lot of them hoop to control their emotions. So that's like their safe space and their happy space. And again, Mm -hmm. I am not making any excuses for Stewart because if anything, you know where my loyalties lie. (laughs) But um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it was no matter what, you're going to have to discipline both sides. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting because a lot of people at the Garden tonight bought tickets just to see LeBron James. And he is suspended for the first time in his career. Imagine that luck. I'm surprised I didn't buy a ticket because that's my luck. Honestly, <laughs> literally the first time in his career. This, ironically, funny enough, was the second ejection ever in his career. The first came in 2017 when he was a Cavalier and he was playing the Heat. Oh. What a beautiful moment. Oh my God. But anyway, best of both worlds. <laughs> I should just narrate a LeBron James documentary. Call nah, me I'm th- free. I think we're good on that. Um, <laughs> oh, well, there's that. So, yeah. Anyway, we shall see. Interesting enough, though, the Pistons and Lakers meet on Sunday when both mm. James and Stewart are eligible to play. So keep your eye on that game. Again, I am not provoking a fight no. to break out, but I'm saying keep your eye on it because if anything, it's going to be cringeworthy and we're going to love it. And it's going to be great TV. And, so, and the athletic champ Sharania did report that LeBron tried to get Isaiah Stewart's number yes. to get in contact yeah. with him. Because I'm sure before this game happens, an attempt by one or both sides will be made to contact the other. Yeah. And in some, because let's be real, ain't nobody really trying to fight in an NBA game. Okay. Like no, they're not because no. too he, much money is yeah. at stake. I mean, look, Isaiah, as I said, he a rookie or he's a young guy. I like, yo, 950,000, my guy, you gonna feel that you ain't LeBron. Who's like, all right, 950 grand. Like, I mean, it hurts. I don't want to give away 950 grand, but you know, I, I, I got tons. You, my dude, do not have tons of money. Right. So that is going to hurt. So, you know, um, I would just. You know, I'm, I'm sure again, those guys are going to connect and yeah. whatever is they'll, they'll hash it out and it'll be cool. They'll talk like men, all good, dap up, let's yeah. just play ball. Yeah, guarantee LeBron is going to come out too in the post game, that game, and say, you know, you know, he's a young kid, we got to set an example, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which he's right. I'm not trying to mock him, but that's exactly what we're going to see the LeBron James squeaky clean answer. And, you know, <laughs> you know, we'll move on to promote something else, you know, rightfully so. Um, mm. Love you, LBJ. Love you. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. Um, let's talk a little bit about some other news that is going on around the league. Let me make sure we covered everything in our packed show run, Gerard. Yes, <laughs> suspensions. Let's talk about Katie Kuzma, all right? <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's hit your man Kuz first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to make of of this, but we're going to dive in here right now because Kyle Kuzma wore a near $2,000 oversized pink sweater to Capital One Arena the other night when uh, the Hornets and the Wizards faced off. And his entire body was just swallowed up by this um, this uh, massive sweater. Again, I said the price was near $2,000, guys. Get a load of that. Mm-hmm. Check them out in there. Yep. Go through mm-hmm. that door. Mm-hmm. Pop that beanie on. Ooh, Bubblicious, producer Greg says. Great word to describe <laughs> that. He looked like Bubblicious. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Greg, and you wild it. <laughs> this... This design by Rafe Simmons, a, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. prestigious fashion designer, is a yep. virgin wool jumper, and exact mm-hmm. price on Farfetch is $1,659, but again, this is not QVC. So let's talk about the players around the league that roasted Kuzma, starting with LeBron James, his old teammate who we just want to chip with, and if you ask a lot of fans in Cleveland, they would say that LeBron got him the ring and put it on his finger like it was a goddamn proposal. You freaking Cleveland. <laughs> fans anyway oh where Jeez, was i chill chill <laughs> it's called passion gerard anyway uh, it, LeBron James. so kuzma posts the uh photo of himself in a sweater online and everybody went off on him from fans to players everything lebron lebron james says quote ain't no fucking way you wore that and then he said i'm <laughs> I'm not pressing the like button because this is outrageous. Anthony Davis said that he was out of line. Um, And then you had Isaiah Thomas chiming in, DeMarcus Cousins, Troy Daniels, who's playing overseas right now in Italy. J.R. Smith just said, hell nah. And that's exactly what most of the internet was thinking. But hey, it is what it is. But yeah, Kuzma decided to be a good sport about it. He hit everybody back and was like, guys, it's cold out. This this suit is, or this suit, this sweater is fire. Um, but shouts to O'Shea Jackson Jr. from Straight Outta Compton. He said that he must have been warm in the sweater. So, you know, <laughs> gotta love that. Kuzma loves his fashion. What do you think about this fit, this pregame fit? Is it too much? Okay, so first of all, let's talk about the Rafe Simmons oversized sweater. The color palette, by the way, fire. The black Rick Owens pants, the Miri sneakers. Uh huh. Right. You know. Listen, man, I I I am up on my on, on my drip, and Ooh. the rape the race women's the race women's sweater with the white beanie. Those color combinations together, Jenna, that works. That's a good look. Now, the challenge that everybody is. has is the, the oversized sleeves <laughs> because. Kuzma's six ten, right? So how the hell big is that? He's six foot ten inches, and those sleeves are damn near up to up to his shins. How long are those damn things? That's something that's got everybody wilding out. I will say for me, the oversized doesn't really do it. I'm not an oversized kind of guy, but Kuzma overall, you know, I always call him the, the drip god, right? He's always first on like these drip lists, and like you know. I call him NBA all drip. Like he may not make an all NBA team, but he got to make an all drip team, right? Like he's one of them dudes and he dresses well. So I'll give him props for more often than not doing the right, you know, having, having, having a fire fit. This one, it was a miss, but it's only a miss because I personally don't love the oversized sweater, right? Like even if it was the frayed neck, great. And even if Jenna, if the sleeves were a little oversized and they hung a little bit over, I'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll fool with that. But my God, those joints were down to your shins. And part of this is look, this is fashion, and this is the this is the uh, the, the Rafe Simmons. This this particular piece, right? This borders on that 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 intersection of luxury fashion and hot couture, right? It's like it's. Oh my God, I am so impressed with you. Come right on, now. man. Listen, listen. Come on, you know you know your boy knows what's up. Now I know anybody who has that kind of money is always going to do things that you know signify that they have money and that's really what that's about right anyone who has luxury fashion or hot couture like that it's just, it's it's an it's an emblem signifying you know i got I, I got bread and it's like i got you i feel you you got bread 
that one, my guy, maybe you miss for me. But if you cool rocket and you confident, do you playboy? Listen, I'm going to give him a pass, although I don't know how he eats in this sweater <laughs> um, or does anything else for that matter. I'm going to give him a pass for the oversized sleeves because, number one, it is Rafe Simmons. And yes. he paired it with Rick Owens and Amiri yep. Sneakers. Mm -hmm. I mean, amazing. And I'm also going to give him a pass because he is Kuzma, the drip god from <laughs> the City of Angels. And you know what? Here's the real the real point about this entire story that nobody is pointing out is that Kyle Kuzma, this is nothing new. Okay. He's oh, just yeah. used to walking in the tunnels in LA where this is normal. You can do this. The people in Washington are like, Jesus Christ, are you wearing that to the museum? Like, are you saying exactly generally that the, that the folks in DC aren't up on their hot couture or luxury fashion? They don't know about that. No, before y'all come for me, I'm not saying nothing like that. What I am saying is they are just not as open-minded to the drippeth yeah, you see it. Look, Kuzma. look, we, we, we got it up right now when he's back with the Lakers. Look I at mean, that. Look at that jacket. <laughs> I'm sure there's an extra closet in the Lakers locker room with like Gucci, Christian Dior, <laughs> everything in it. So that's all I'm saying is, you know, it, uh, listen, it is the, what the, it is. These, we've come a long way from the early aughts where dudes had to wear seven button suits. And I was like, what the hell is that crap you dudes got <laughs> or on? Or they used to wear like massive oversized <laughs> pants and jeans right. and, and everything else. And stuff. Yeah. So you know what? Listen, it's just, just what the young cats are up to. Do your thing, playboys. I'm mad at you. Yeah. Have fun with fashion. This is what it's all about anyway. Have fun what do you listen have to fun us with for? Actually, please <laughs> listen to us. But, you know, you don't got to take all of our advice. Um, let's talk about your boy KD here, Gerard. What's going on? Drip on the feet? Drip on the feet? <laughs> I don't know about drip on the feet. So, uh, pregame, uh, before Monday's, uh, game against the Cavaliers and Nets win. And I'm, Greg will pull that, that photo up. Look, man, KD, <laughs> there's a space from the top of his socks to the bottom oh of his God. leg sleeve. And, you know, you can see leg in between there. But really, the leg was, it was tough to see the leg because, Ash was really all you saw. And, you know, Katie, <laughs> had, this is not the first time Katie's appearance has been clowned on social media. People love to be like, yo, Katie, you got a relationship with a barber, my guy? Like, you got you own a brush? You know, they was coming at his hair. His beard is often unkempt. You know, it's, it's he, you know, he, hoop is really what Kevin Durant cares about, less about his physical appearance. So, um, it was, I mean, wow. It it made the rounds and everybody was just clowning. Uh Bam out of bio, the Miami Heat sent the picture to Draymond <laughs> Green, Kevin Durant's good friend and former teammate in Golden State. And and Draymond <laughs> said, That is not Ash. That's fucking scales. He was like, you can, you can peel that off and go sell that in stores. I was like, wow. And you know. Classic KD. Uh, Greg, if you could pull up the tweet, uh, KD's tweet, he's like, This is amazing. I think he says, I, 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 I'm about to pull my y'all broke card. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's just, that is classic Kevin Durant. Right. And here, here's, here's the photo. Uh, Greg's caught it up. And when you, when you get in close there, it's like, <laughs> look, at the, look at that area right there. It's just like, my guy, yo. Ooh. That is nah, nah, dude. Like, <laughs> does he have a leg tattoo right there? I feel like I he can does. see the he does. tattoo yes, yes. under the ash. He does. Yeah. Yep, he does have a leg tattoo. Yep, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, that ash was serious. Um, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, Katie and Draymond also said, look, Rich Kleiman, Kevin's business manager, should. You know, they should hook up with a lotion company and debut the sponsorship before the next game. You know, as a way to like, you know, kind of make fun, point like that. I'm like, man, forget all that. Katie, you live in New York City now, my guy. I saw people online being like shea butter, cocoa butter, all the, like, uh, the nice stuff. Jurgens. I'm like, man, forget the good stuff, man. Katie, you live in New York City. Downstairs is a Dwayne Reed, my guy. They open 24-7. Take your ass in there, pick up a bottle of Jurgens, a bottle of Vaseline intensive care, a vino, whatever. Just your garden variety. Keep <laughs> those joints in your locker. Listen, the road attendants will do it for you on the road. So you got it there. So, you know, and the home attendants will do it too. So, you're nice and lotioned up. You ain't even got to worry. You got to get it yourself. So, I can just get it for you. So, you got it and you're ready to roll. So, easy. 
What night was this game? Monday night. This was Monday night. So mm-hmm. Saturday night, he went to Rich Kleiman's casino-themed yes. birthday party birthday at Zero party. Bond mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Meek Mill, Harden. Harden, Nico yeah. Carlson Everybody was there. From none of the chicks there. <laughs> she thinking. She thinking, man. He definitely wore pants to that batch. Actually, I saw the photos. He wore a beanie classic. He was like, I'm here. I'm, the hoop. I'm here to hoop. That's it. Happy birthday, Rich. What's oh, up, always, bro? Oh, always got that beanie. I mean, look. It's just funny because mm-hmm. Katie has a thing with like Bruce Brown. I'll be like, yo, K on the Nets. Why are you wearing? He's like, yo, man, I'm here to hoop. Like, it was just like, Katie. What you here to do? <laughs> Katie, listen, as the kids say, he's just a hooper, man. That's all that did that kid does. Uh, yo, Kevin Harris is the kind of guy like wakes up before he does anything, man. He gets out of bed. He probably crumbles up his sock, shoots it like a basket in, into whatever. Like, you know what I mean? That's just, that's what he 100%. does, man. And if Basketball. he doesn't make it. He just reaches this, over to his drawer filled with socks. <laughs> this dude is he that's all he cares about is hoop. And you know, unfortunately, you know, people gonna clown you for that, my guy, when you when you come out there looking like, you know, you ain't got no lotion. <laughs> I mean, first of all, the internet the internet is undefeated. So when you come out with them legs, you had to know you're getting pounced on. Getting but of course killed. he tweets, fuck y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we actually all lost. Exactly, because that's classic KD. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> and, and, and Draymond said that. He was like, I know. He's like, when I, he's like, I haven't talked to K yet. It's Draymond said this on this podcast. But what I call him, I know what he's going to say. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they call him K. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, the, the NBA, we always say Jen is a fraternity. These guys are close. Like, you know, even if they may have like, you know, they, they, they want to kill each other on the court, no doubt, because they're all alpha competitors and want to win and do all that. But off the court, these guys are all cool and, you know, they know each other, been playing together for a long time and they definitely going to clown them. I bet the group, the NBA group chat's blowing up right now, I'm sure. But LeBron hit him oh. like, yo, dog, what's up with that, man? That ain't even, you know what I mean? Like, yo, they, they, <laughs> LeBron probably has gift baskets on their, their lockers. When they get to LA, here's your lotion. You step out this John looking bad. I'm about to slap the shit out of you because literally you better have those waves spinning. Everything. Yo, I don't want to hear nothing. That'd be funny. That'd be funny if every visiting arena Kevin went into that the that the, uh, place on the table like, yo man, we put a little lotion on your just because you know in case you ain't got nothing. Stick it in your sock, damn it! Like squirt that shit right in there and just put the sock up. <laughs> oh my that's some god. serious business right there oh Dang. my god yeah man Katie. you know what else is serious yeah wow look at that look at that close-up shot that i mean it's it's a crackled i mean look mm. it's just like look. <laughs> that's a bowl of rice krispies oh my goodness Snap, that crackle, is just... pop. oh man <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, man, Katie, Katie, and Kuzma were up on that summer jam script. <laughs> That's a picture. Oh of no! <laughs> crack, the crack desert, and it's like no. no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my god, it's too good, guys. Guys, we're laughing because a super producer, Greg. Those of you who are who are listening to us, you, you're not seeing this on video. Man, people are just they. They went in on KD, man. They're like that. They're putting pictures of the, of the dry desert up on his <laughs> no, ele- the elephant the, the, the elephant print on the back of the jays that's what they say his, his ashy leg looked like i mean listen that was some ash y'all like that was that was that was ash on a level that like listen and let's just everybody be, keep it real we've all been ashy in our life everybody oh has, my like, god everybody has time. and if you haven't you lying everybody at <laughs> least <laughs> once has had some straight up more, more often more than once but yo this is wild. Greg, light a match. No. <laughs> that, woo, look at that. that oh, is, my God. I can't. I can't. Guys, no, you need to, if this is not incentive to watch the podcast, too, despite listening to it, you got to go watch all that. Definitely oh my watch, God. But, but you guys definitely get on the internet and just get on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and just look up KD Ash, and you'll find it. And it's just, I mean, get, get, your, get, get your jokes off. <clears throat> you know what? Again, the joke is on us because he's literally going to come out and drop 50 and be like, <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Okay. 
Let's talk about uh, Katie's uh, former teammate, Clay Thompson. Exciting news mm-hmm. coming up here because mm-hmm. as if the Warriors weren't lethal already with a 15-2 and record to start the season, we have Clay Thompson who participated in a full team practice on Tuesday for the first time since tearing his left ACL in Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals and then his right Achilles in November 2020. This is so huge. He's excited. We've been seeing it online that he's pumped to get back and get to full speed. And again, they are targeting Christmas for him, which is right around the corner. It used to be a while away. And now Clay Thompson is about to make a return. The last time, let me just put it in perspective for you for a second here. The last time Clay Thompson played in the NBA is when Chris Paul was a rocket. <laughs> yeah, correct. Do we need he, to go on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson hasn't played an NBA game in two years. Two, rocket, two, 2019. 2019 was the last time uh, Clay played a basketball game. And look, the Warriors, we talked about it. They're on fire right now, playing excellent defense. Offense is coming around. They're doing this, again, all without Clay. So imagine, and again, it's going to take him a while for him to get himself back because you don't not mm-hmm. play basketball for two years and all of a sudden come back and like, oh, I'm great. Although, we did see Kevin Durant do the same thing uh, last season. So it is quite possible. It could happen, right? Um He's had a, a lengthy time to to rehab and get himself together. There's a lot of optimism coming out of Warriors camp and uh, different people that I've talked to over there. Look, the Warriors think they might be ready to get back on another little dynastic run here and win themselves some more titles. So the rest of the league is on notice. But but as a fan of basketball, you got to be happy. Clay is back um, practicing, and you know the NBA is going to be all the better for it when the splash butters are raining down hail, hail fire from three. You know, detonating everybody. Look out, League. Their Warriors are coming. <laughs> the Warriors are coming. And on a last note here, because Clay has been super excited um, after returning to five on five in practice. And again, no set target date, but they are targeting Christmas time. But he said that with the team that he sees right now on the floor from observation without him being there. The 15 and two team that he sees with the defense they're playing that they could win a title this season. He said that. And then he did mention um, per ESPN that he wanted to be on the top 75 list. He wanted that recognition. He didn't get it. And then he said, quote, you know how you get recognition. You win. I want to win a fourth ring. If this happens again, Take me straight to the hospital. Drop me <laughs> off. You don't even have to tell them nothing. It's fine. I'll handle the rest. But for real, I in Clay's return and the Warriors going through such a slump to see this, if they can make this run, to be honest with you, there's so many teams that I could see making a run right now that I can't even make a, a comprehensive prediction, to be honest with you. Well, I know it's early, but still. It's funny you should say that because... <laughs> Right now, what I want to talk about is a little future segment here uh, with potential NBA NBA title contenders. Look, it is early. The Nets are still the, the betting favorites at plus 250, uh, according to Las Vegas, which means those of you betting novice folks, although if you're watching the Props Network, I imagine you're not a betting novice, plus 250 is two and a half to one odds, which means you bet $100, you win 250 if the Nets win the NBA championship. And those are fine odds, you know, but the Warriors are plus 600. Now, that's a good value bet, guys. Six to one. I already told you about the Warriors' excellent defense. We know that we know about Steph Curry, Draymond Green, playing defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. Jordan Poole, all these awesome guys, and they're going to get Clay Thompson back. And if he is seventy-five percent of the Clay Thompson we saw with Steph Curry and with the rest of that team, guys, that may be enough to get out of the West. Given you know, uh, Lakers. Listen, they got some problems right now, and uh, they're listen. Lakers, to me, aren't even like a play-in team right now. I mean, they would make a play-in, but I just, Jenna, they're not good, and you know it. Like, they're just not good right now. They are 9-9. and I do do know it. They are 24th in adjusted offensive rating, 25th in adjusted defensive rating, and 25th overall in adjusted net rating. That's just bad. Like, right? I think it's the same record as the Cavaliers. And and here's the thing about that. The Cavaliers' 9-9 and record is actually good. The Cavs are doing well, right? They That's are doing good well. for the Cavaliers. Without Colin Sexton. They're actually playing well. Cleveland, okay, they're playing defense. Their offense needs to come around. But they're listen, Cleveland's doing well. The Lakers, nah, player. Uh, 
look, Cleveland is plus 0.7 in adjusted net rating. That's 16. So they're right in the middle of the league. 23rd in adjusted offensive rating. But Cleveland, unlike the Lakers, Jenna, they are fifth in adjusted defensive rating. Top five in the league. So while their offense is in the bottom of the league, their defense top five in the NBA. That's how they're winning games. That's why they're nine and nine. Lakers are the bottom in everything. Look, I know LeBron just got back. We'll see what happens over time. We'll see. But it's not looking great right now. So plus 600, I I think the, the Warriors, as I mentioned before, that's a fantastic bet. The other two teams I want people to take a look at. Look, if you're like Gerard, I'm convinced Nets plus 250, they're, they're probably going to win it. It's silly. Why don't you hedge your bet, though? The Milwaukee Bucks, plus 700. Seven to one odds. You bet 100, you win 700. They are the defending champs, folks. FYI. Oh, they still have that dude, Giannis Attentacupo. Two-time NBA MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, reigning finals MVP. We, when we last saw him on the final stage, he put up a 50-burger, okay? He, he's unstoppable. And guess what? True Holiday, Kiki, um, Chris Middleton, they're all coming coming back, rounding into form, right? They had a, they had a, a short offseason. They're playing well. And listen, they, they exercise the demon. So they know they know how to win final series. That, that's going to be a tough team to beat. And they're on a little bit of a winning streak right now. Okay, they're up above 500 again. So listen, folks, look out and watch out for the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, they're 10 and 8 right now. They're number 16 in adjusted offensive rating, number 14 in adjusted defensive rating. And then the, the other team to take a look at, we talked about them at the top of the show, Jenna. Phoenix Suns. What? Plus 1,400. Are you kidding me? 14 to 1 odds. You bet 100. You win $1,400. That's all Let's the value right go. there. Phoenix went to the NBA Finals last season. And I just told you guys, in the playoffs, they are a team in the Western Conference that I am confident that when the Warriors go small, they can handle it defensively. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and still keep Aiton on the floor. Not a lot of teams can do that. Look, if Denver keeps Jokic on the floor, which they have to do because Jokic goes off, that team is a disaster. Bad news, Jokic getting cooked, okay? Like, and, and, and Jokic has gotten better defensively. But in this iteration against that Warriors team, that's how I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the Warriors, right? Who can beat the Warriors in a playoff series in the Western Conference? Not the Lakers as currently constructed. That's not happening. I do also like the Clippers uh, to beat the Warriors just because they'd be small anyway. Yeah. And now I know they don't have Kawhi, but with Paul George and – you know, uh, 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 if they get a and he's healthy, you know, t- um, Terrence Mann, I, I, I just, I like that squad a lot. Now they, they may not have enough offense to win, but I think they can guard and Tyloo's Tyloo's excellent. But anyway, Absolutely. for you guys, future, for your future bets out there, pay attention to those teams. I mentioned warriors at plus 600 bucks at plus 700 sons plus 1400, put some money down my friends. Let's go. Yeah. Keep tuning into the Props Network for all of the best betting news and all that jazz because, you know, that's where you, where you girls get in her betting news. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of betting, I'm not mm-hmm. betting on Luke Wallen because the Kings have <laughs> fired him. He mm-hmm. is gone out of the head coaching position in a move that happened nearly, what, two years after he was hired in <laughs> Sacramento there. Um, again, another dumpster fire. Not sure what's happening there. What are your I thoughts mean, on this? Right move? Bad move? Didn't need to happen? Needed to of happen? Course, of course it was the right move. I think Luke Walton's proven in his two stops in L.A. with the Lakers and here in Sacramento. He's not a good head coach, right? I mean, what, what more evidence do you need to see? Right, it's out there below 500 record, right? I mean, he's just not good. Now he'll probably get on somebody's staff and be an assistant. And guess what? Some people that's just what assistants work for them. But the head guy, mm-hmm. nah, nah. And look, no. they have ta- they have talent in Sacramento. I like their their rookie Davion Mitchell. I like Terry Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox. You know, okay, Marvin Bagley. Listen, with that, that well, you know, I think he's good. I just don't know if that's listen. We always say this, Jenna, where a player gets drafted has so much to do with how they develop as a player. Like, look, mm-hmm. LeBron, KD, people like that, they were going to be great no matter where they got drafted. But some people, most of the NBA, need to be in the right environment to develop or else it's just not going to work. And Sacramento just may not be the place, but they have some pieces that people may want. Buddy Heald, 
pay attention to Sacramento mm-hmm. come the December 15th trade deadline uh, or, or the, not, excuse me, the December 15th deadline where players can, <laughs> Craig put that tweet up, Kings fans hearing Luke Walton got fired. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's terrible. I mean, he's just not good. Um, but pay attention because Sacramento is likely going nowhere and that heel contract, people may want it. And look, there's a team in Philly yeah. that, you know, they got to figure out their Ben Simmons situation and, you know, it's been a little too quiet in the city of brotherly love. No, I'm assuming no, a bombshell is going to come uh, soon. I, I'm just saying, pay, pay attention and watch the Sacramento Kings and see what's happening there because, uh, as an organization, they just—it's time to reset with another coach yet again. Absolutely, yeah, they got to figure that out there. I mean, thank God the weather's nice. Um, Alvin <laughs> Gentry, interim coach. In the mm-hmm. meantime, so hopefully Alvin's they great. Can... So the, Alvin's great, and you know he'll he'll have them playing well on offense, and you know, but it's there's something bigger going on in Sacramento, right? It's more than just. I mean, yes, Luke is bad. Don't get me wrong. But like, again, as an organization, uh, what's your what's your mission? What's your vision? What's your player no development blueprint. plan? What's your right? I mean, all right, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't win that way, man. You just you can't. You tell him, Gerard. I always tell you, you need to be up in this be <laughs> coaching these peeps, running these decisions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, look at he look at a little De'Aaron. Oh, oh yeah, De'Aaron my, pops up on the screen here. My Listen, little uh, rookie for the year pick in the past. Look, yeah, listen, he's he's saying the right things. You got to be ready no matter who's the coach, blah, 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 all that. Look, I know he's not happy with what's going on in Sacramento. And again, we'll see what happens over time. But this is this situation is not great. No, nah, no, nah. not great at all. But hey, we have a lot of time for it to play out. He has time to turn around the season in Sacramento, even though it's been a somber time there. Somber time. Mm-hmm. But how about this? Uh, Lakers trailing the Knicks. I mean, they're they're putting I mean, SmackDown on the MSG right now, forty to twenty-four. Listen, second. And, and here's my thing. Okay, I know they're not LeBron James, but you still have Anthony Davis. Like, I, listen, Anthony Davis is going to have to start playing much better basketball than he has been playing. Yeah, because there is no reason a team with someone as good as we all believe Anthony Davis is mm-hmm. should be struggling this much as they have been without LeBron. That's all. But, you know, is what it is. <laughs> Greg live tonight. Knicks up 40 to 24 on the Lakers. Listen. Love it. Knicks are, Knicks are winning this game tonight. Lakers going to go under 500 and they got to figure some things out. But, you know. Send us out, Gerard. <laughs> Folks, first of all, we want to say have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Enjoy the time with your fr- friends and family. Hope you stay mm-hmm. safe out there. As always, you know where to find the Seven Footers podcast. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, all those things. We are here on the Props Network. That's where you're going to find us live every Tuesday night, 6.30 to 7.30. Um, you know, usually if something changes, we'll let you guys know via via the, via the Twitter mm-hmm. and via the app. But yeah, 6.30 to 7.30. And again, thank you so much to the Props Network fam. And of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Seven First Pod, at Seven First Podcast at J.S. Hector, at General Lemoncelli, and until next time, peace! Spent a couple years out here with these raps Tryna have a plan that we may come true Plotted some jobs but I ain't hit back I don't wanna trap, what's a man gon' do? Chevy told me come through to the spot Got a little kickback, bring the whole crew Ride around 10, came dressed in the nines You already know what we really finna do When we pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene Pull up on the scene, yeah we pull up on the scene